It's the Real Money Show here on Talk Radio AM 640. 1-877-8-SILVER is the number to call. The website, guildhallwealth.com. Joining us here is Paul Wiseman, President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Darren Long is MIA, Vice President of Sales and Senior Market Analyst this week. And right off the top, just a reminder, one free gram of gold you will receive for every $5,000 U.S. that you spend on any registered account with Guildhall. We're talking RSP. It could be a TFSA, a Lira, a RIF, an RESP, a LIF, or a Spelzo, RRSP. And there is a seminar. It's how to open a registered account and hold bullion. Uh, that's happening February the 11th. 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at Guildhall Wealth Management in Markham. You must sign up now. Go to the website. Uh, seating is limited, so get on that right away if you can. Uh, gentlemen, how are you doing? Jeremy, what's going on? How has the week been? We're doing great. The week has been great. Uh, RSPs. Notice he's better looking than John Scott. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, and I have hair, too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our RSPs are picking up. More and more people are getting involved in that, and definitely the numbers of people getting involved this year are higher than they were last year, so it's great to see the words getting out. And also, the price is great for, for precious metals uh, a little bit of a dip into into the show taping today on Thursday but uh, you know in in December we saw gold uh, sorry silver close out around 1596 on the year we were up on the year close to 15 percent US dollar uh, in US uh, dollars um, percentage wise but to, to move from 1596 uh, up to where we are today, currently we're trading around 1677. We ha- have so far, you know, we're, we're up just under a dollar, but we've had almost a 10% increase in silver so far this year, which is a very good start to the year. In fact, silver's just over 5%. I apologize uh, for that. But again, it's still a very good move so far this year. And that's what I think we're seeing right now is silver's pulling back on US dollar strength, What's you know the the bubble of the the stock market? So you know we don't want to see it go up all in a straight line, which is fine. Uh, but again, over five percent, as much as ten percent at one point so far this month. So we're very happy with the progress so far this year. In terms of what we're going to be discussing today, we've got a few articles that we're going to be looking at. One about the death of the petrodollar. We're also going to be looking at uh, the the pension funds and what that can mean for precious metals and how to p- properly diversify. And uh, Paul, if anybody wants to pick anything up, how do they do that? What's well, the best it's way? very, very easy to get into this market. Um, all you have to do is to go to guildhallwealth.com, right-hand corner uh, is our e-store, or if you go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com, um, that's going to take you to our e-store. Um, now, you can buy precious metals several different ways. You can buy the product through the e-store. You can take it home for de- immediate delivery, which means if you order a minimum of $350, it's prepaid shipping, over $350 US. Um, the prices are in US and you can transfer them into Canadian. You can buy as little as one ounce bars of silver, one ounce silver maples, 10 ounce bars of silver, kilo bars of silver, which is 32.15 ounces, 100 ounce bars, Royal Canadian Mint. The same thing on gold. You can buy quarter, half, one ounce gold maples. You can buy one ounce gold, Royal Canadian Mint gold bars, 10 ounce gold pant bars and kilo pant bars. That's again, 32.15 ounces of gold. Uh, we have also combo sets, which is very easy to get in. If you're not sure what you want to order, you can order as little as 22 ounces, which is our number one combo silver set. It's a 10 ounce bar of silver, 10 maples and two one ounce bars. You can get a 50 ounce combo, a 100 ounce combo, a 200 ounce combo. So that's very, very simple to order from the store. You can take it home, you can pick it up, we can deliver it for you. The second option you've got is to put it into our depository, which is safe, secure, allocated, and segregated. Now, this is basically if you're holding more than 500 ounces of silver. 100 ounces of silver weighs 7 pounds, so 500 ounces is 35 pounds. If you've got 5,000 ounces of silver, you've got 350 pounds. You don't want to be walking around with that. Storing it at home even, you don't want to do that. And the thing is, in these markets, which go up and down very rapidly, turbulent markets, for example, if silver's trading right now, you know, around about $17 and we have a move and it goes to $25 and you've got 5,000 ounces of silver and it moves up $8 where you've made $40,000, you want to take some money off the table. That can be done on a phone call to Guildhall. 
fine, sell two, 3,000 ounces of silver for me. You can pick your check up the next day. Beyond that, you don't really have to do anything else. You don't have to do anything else. So the, pro- the product is segregated, alligated. And again, you've got to remember, if you don't touch, can't touch that product, you don't own it. So we don't sell at Guildhall certificates. We're not uh, in the equity market. We don't sell ETFs. We don't sell futures. We don't sell options on futures. We sell the physical product. So whether you buy it, take it home, whether you put it in the depository, you can also, uh, bar numbers are available to you, and audit of the product is also available. So if you buy today 10,000 ounces of silver and you decide you want to see that product in 30 days' time, you give us 48 hours' notice, two pieces of ID, and we arrange for you to go and visit that product. You've got a list of all your numbers. You go check them off. Is there any advantage, um, Paul, is there any advantage of having, like, say, bars over coins or coins over bars? Well, there's a fabrication cost. Okay. Um, You know, some people do love to own maples. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a Canadian thing. They want to own (laughs) Canadian maples, and that's good. But you're paying a little bit of a premium. And there's nothing wrong owning gold maples, silver maples. Um, Then when you get into its fabrication cost, for example, a one-ounce bar of silver obviously is going to cost more than a 10-ounce bar to fabricate Mm -hmm. because it's 10 times, and a 100-ounce bar is 10 times as well. So it's going to be cheaper to buy larger quantities. We also do industrial bars, which are 1,000-ounce bars of silver, but not every bar is 1,000 ounces, so we try to keep to 100-ounce bars. It's the, the simplest way to go. Now, the third option you've got which is a terrific way to own gold and silver, is in a registered plan. A TFSA is a tax-free saving plan. If you buy today 5,000 ounces, well, you, you, you can, the maximum you can put in, and a TFSA is 46500 plus this year's contribution, which is about $40,000 US. So that would get you, you know, around about 2,500 ounces, but you may have more money in your TFSA where you've been successful buying and selling different stocks. But as an example... You know, if you had 5,000 ounces of silver and silver went from $17 to $25, which we think is going to happen sometime very, very soon, um, you're making $40,000 profit. You could sell off 2,500 ounces, take off $50,000 right off the top, and that's tax-free. And you've still got product in you know, your account and the account, the custodians of the account are Questrade. They do all the paperwork for us. We do the buying and selling. The same depository that we use for our metals and depository, we use for the registered retirement plan as well, uh, which is an IROC-approved depository. So is it safe, it's secure, it's insured, um, better than the banks. And everybody's heard of Questrade too. Yeah, so they're, it's they're one there, of the yeah. largest... Um, brokerage houses uh you know in canada and fortunate enough on the 2nd of february we have dove mizell coming in who's one of the big shots at uh, questrade and we're doing an interview with him on the show and uh he has a he's very knowledgeable has lots of information and uh, he's a great great uh, inspiration to us and jeremy yeah, and we're going to just be talking to him about uh, basically about Questrade in, in introducing it more to our to our listeners and about the investment and why we did the investment and why we're working with Questrade and and also how to about how to kind of getting into the real nuts and bolts of the investment as well. So it's definitely a must listen. And uh, just a reminder, everybody, we're talking about different accounts uh, that you can uh, do here. RSP deadline. I know March is still a while. So actually, it's no, it's it's fast approaching. So people should keep that in mind if they're interested in, in any of this. March 1st, accounts must be opened and funded by what? The, the 22nd, 23rd of February? Well, yeah, because if you're going to make a trade, you need to get mm-hmm. the funds in. It takes, if you've got your funds with another um whether it's a bank or, or some type of trust company or whatever, and you need to transfer those funds to Questrade, they're a little slow sometimes in uh-huh. letting that money go. So it's not just a day and then it's, it's not done. Us, it's it's them. And it can take not only, you know, it can take up to, you know, 10 days, two weeks sometimes for them to send the money over. So we try to, you know, give our clients that chance to get it done. If they want to make fresh money, put new money in, you know, we can open the account basically within 48 hours. But if they're transferring funds, we need to have at least two weeks for them to be able to transfer and get into the market. These markets move so quickly. Silver today can be just under $17. You know, just before Trump got elected, um, was just in uh, November, you know, silver was at $20.60. 
Um, today we're at seventeen dollars. We know that the markets, everything is tuned up today to for for the stock market. We hit yesterday as we're taping the show on Thursday. We hit the twenty thousand on the Dow. Nothing goes up in a straight line. You have to remember that there are correction corrections. There are retracements. While real estate and while the stock market is done extremely well, it will correct. And when it will correct, it's going to correct with a thump. And this is good for gold and silver, and we expect gold and silver to take off. So don't procrastinate, basically. Don't procrastinate on the deadline here, and don't procrastinate on investment as well. Well, to, yeah, don't, you know, if you've got, got the funds, if you're, if you're liquid, if you've got stocks as well that are dogs that have done absolutely nothing for you. Do something about it. You know, get out of it and put something into, you know, there's more upside in gold and silver today than there is downside. It's not a stock like Nortel that can go from $100 down to a dollar. The chance of gold going from almost $1,200 U.S. down to a dollar, it ain't going to happen. Seminar is coming up February 11th. It's how to open a registered account and hold bullion. That's happening again on the 11th, 1030 to 1130 a.m. at Guildhall Wealth Management in Markham. Go online to guildhallwealth.com for more information. And don't forget about the e-store. We were just talking about that. It's guildhallpreciousmetals.com. And call 1-877-8-SILVER. And just a reminder, for every $5,000, that's U.S., that you put into any account. We're talking uh, RSPs, TFSAs, Liras, RIFs, RESPs, LIFs. You will get one free gram of gold. We'll be back in a moment here on The Real Money Show with Paul Wiseman and Jeremy Wiseman. We're on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to The Real Money Show here. one 877 is the number to call. Invest today or go online, guildhallwealth.com. And for every $5,000 U.S. you put into a registered account with Guildhall, we're talking an RSP or it could be a TFSA, a Lira, a RIF, an RESP, or a LIF, and hey, even, even a Spelzel RRSP, you will receive one free gram of gold. That's for every $5,000 you put in. Go online, visit the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and the seminar is coming up February 11th, 10.30 to 11.30 a.m., and it's how to open a res- registered account account and hold bullion. So some conditions do apply. Again, $5,000 every $5,000 you spend US, one free gram of gold. Jeremy, you have a few things to talk about here. Uh, we're going to talk talk about pension and I please explain this to me. Petrodollar, the death of the petrodollar. What what is a petrodollar for the uninitiated? So for the uninitiated, the pet, to understand the petrodollar, you have to go back to 1971 when Nixon lifted the gold standard. Mm. So what what that did is and Keep in mind that back in the early 70s, people still understood what gold meant, what it was as an asset, as a tier one asset, as as real money. Um, it was very much understood, and that's why it was backed by U.S. It, it backed the U.S. dollar. Now, what had happened is just understand why we're we're going back to 1971. Mm-hmm. Leading up to 1971, the 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 dollar was pegged to gold at 35 dollars an ounce, but the U.S. was printing a lot of money. They were paying for the Vietnam War. They were paying for other things. So other countries around the globe were saying, wait a minute, the U.S. is printing money, but gold is still tracked at $35 an ounce. How does that make sense? It should be much higher. So wouldn't you want to buy gold at $35 an ounce when you know it should be higher higher in price? Absolutely. And that's what people started to do. Their creditors started saying, well... I can I can receive gold back instead of dollars. Why would I want the dollars? I want the devalued gold right now. Makes sense. So the U.S. had a choice. They either revalue gold and basically admit what they're doing, which is printing a lot of money, or they go off the gold standard and there's sort of a, a, a quote that says, um, it's our money, but it's your problem. <laughs> so they went off the gold standard, and that meant that now gold could would be free to float. But now you have another problem. How do you maintain strength of the of the U.S. dollar? How do you get people to continue to use the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency if it's no longer good enough to be backed by gold? You see where that's going? So what they did is between 1972 and 74, the U.S. went about working with the Saudis to get everyone else buying oil with U.S. dollars. And in return, they would have favors for the Saudis and they would protect protect the Saudis and, nice and, arrangement. Keep, and keep everything uh, copacetic, of course. Uh, and the reason we're talking about this is because Nick 
uh, Guillaume Bruno via the internationalmitten.com wrote an article just to remind everyone what the petrodollar is about because that's his number one black swan event for 2017. Because right now, tensions between the Saudis and Trump, uh, or the U.S., we should say at this point, have never been worse than they are right now. Really? Trump is openly hostile to the Saudis, which means as far as the uh, petrodollar is concerned, we're probably looking at, at some of the last few nails in the coffin. And this isn't this isn't just the... The Bushes the, were quite friendly with the Saudis. Exactly. But what we're also what we've been seeing up to now is that countries around the globe are, are more than open to to do tr- to do trade deals for oil circumventing the U.S. dollar. You know, the U.S. puts a puts a um, block onto onto countries. You know, they block Iran, they block Russia. They're pretty powerful. And then what <laughs> what do they do with those sanctions? Well, then those countries that are sanctioned just work on other ways. Right, that's why Bitcoin's also becoming popular for for circumventing the U.S. dollar. Digital currency, yeah. So this is a major problem going forward for for gold, uh, for the U.S. dollar, I should say, and it's just another big nail in the coffin for for its value being um, being lost constantly. And the other part of that that you're also going to want to look at if you're going to do your research on the U.S. dollar is: Are people buying treasuries? Are countries buying treasuries? No. In fact, they're dumping treasuries. They continue to dump treasuries at a record pace, which means the only people that are buying or entities that are buying U.S. bonds and U.S. treasuries is the Fed themselves. They might as well be writing themselves a check because that's what's happening. And the reason that's happening is because countries around the globe don't have the money to buy U.S. treasuries and put it in there. That was part of the whole petrodollar deal. We'll sell oil in U.S. dollars. We'll keep those U.S. dollars, buy treasuries, which goes back to the U.S., and the U.S. can then use that money. Well, that money is no longer available. So this starts to create a, create a picture, if you will, of what the U.S. dollar, what is happening with the U.S. dollar. It's not valued at all. It's, in fact, it's lost 95% of its purchasing power. That's one thing to take a look at. The other major thing that any person who wants to investigate precious metals that they're going to want to look at is go to usdebtclock.org. The U.S. debt right now is just shy of $20 trillion. And uh, as any clock does, it keeps <clears throat> on ticking, right? Keeps on ticking. They already said Trump is going to add a lot more to that debt. But what's really interesting, this is just a one-page uh, website that just keeps tracking things. And on the bottom right, it shows the dollar to gold ratio. And the dollar to gold ratio in 1913 was $28.75. I'm looking at it right now. It's 8939 Correct. on this thing. Wow. That's based against the debt. If you look at the, sil- the dollar silver ratio back in 1913, 2.65. And today, $981 per ounce. That is basically, what that's demonstrating is if you lived in Venezuela and last week a coffee cost a dollar and this week it costs $20, that's a reflection of the value of the currency, not the reflection of the value of coffee. That is showing you what the reflection of gold should be right now based on the debts in the U.S. It's only a matter of time before the picture becomes reality and we can pretend that the Dow being at 20,000 points is fantastic. It's a bubble. The, the, the price per earnings is massive. Um, you know, Paul, you always talk about, would you pay 20 times the value of your house today based on future earnings of that house? There's no way. Yeah, it's like buying a house for $500,000 and you say, well, it's worth 10 million. Right. <laughs> Down the road. Right. But, but, but it's not. Yeah, it's you know it's book price to book. I mean, if you look at the U.S. with twenty trillion dollars worth of debt, there's they're saying there's between another eighty to a hundred eighty trillion of unfunded. That's Medicare, Medicaid, social insurance. It's unfunded. Now, it took eight years for Obama to take the debt from ten trillion to twenty trillion in eight short years. He doubled it. Trump has got some things he wants to do. It could easily go up another ten trillion. He's got a wall. He's got a few things. He's looking so, at, yeah. You know, the U.S. government doesn't make anything. It doesn't make widgets. It doesn't make coffee. It doesn't, you know, it collects taxes. So to pay off a $20 trillion debt or if they increase it another $10 trillion, $30 trillion, 
how much revenue do you have to do at $30 trillion to bring it in? So you've got to do if it was 20% tax rate. And that's saying that using the 80-20 rule, 80% of the people don't make anything and 20% do. And they're you know, paying anywhere from 15 to 30%, 35% in taxes. So the, you've got to collect $150 trillion in taxes <laughs> to pay off $30 trillion in debt. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. It's not going to happen. It's smoke and mirrors. The emperor's got no clothes. It can't be the safest bet. And the stock market, to me, is a house of cards. I think the safest bet is gold, silver, hard assets, whether you own natural fancy colored diamonds, another hard asset. You know, people are putting their money into art. It's a strong asset. You know, you can't, you know... Uh, Duplicate a Picasso, an original. You can't take a Van Gogh. It's it's a piece of art. It will only go up in value. Gold and silver is real money. Natural fancy color diamonds, real money. That's why we're seeing diamonds go for thirty million and fifty million dollars. Why are people buying that those high expensive products? Because there's value. They, because they know fiat currency is going to collapse. There, there's an inherent value. That that's the point. That there's an inherent value to gold and silver. The only way you you make gold and silver no longer an inherent value is if you can turn water into wine and and tin into gold and tin into silver and therefore you no longer need silver because you can get it from another source but it is a it is a precious metal it is a commodity you have to pay people to dig up dirt you have to pay for the energy for the for the machines that are going to turn that dirt over and pull up that product and then refine the product that's not like having a printing press in your backyard where you can just pay off every bill and it doesn't matter if you go into debt. Well, it's I mean, not even printing presses anymore because it's digital. You know, you need a trillion dollars, you press a button, and a trillion dollars gets transferred. It doesn't get printed. You yeah. know, they're not chopping down trees to get the paper. They're not making the ink. No, there's it's definitely... It's all online. It's digital, a tap yeah. of a key. Yeah, key no, and, and, and that's definitely created a distortion and it's definitely created... You know, now you've got these web bots and, and all of the... The, the trading, computer trading that's going on, that you, you kind of get this um, self-sustaining loop, this amplification loop that, that's not attached to any reality. And it's kind of murky and a little confusing. Yeah. And, and, and not not physical and doesn't really exist in the real world, you could say, in, in a sense. The, the question becomes, at what point does, does that actually run face head on into the physical reality wall I, and we feel that that is going to happen because you can't just keep it look at the price of silver today you know we're just under 17 dollars. it should be much much higher than that it's extremely undervalued and what happens is is when something's undervalued like that it means people can buy more than their fair share so we're already in a deficit situation there's not as much silver coming to market as is being used we're using a lot more than is being coming out of the ground. So there's actually a deficit there. And when the price is this low, people are buying way more than their fair share. And I can tell you just from the microcosm of our desks, we know that people aren't selling. We get, we get one seller for every 300 buyers. You know, that says that anything that's been purchased over the last three, four, five years is not going to be sold until the price is significantly higher. They're holding on to that. They're clutching it co close, They're, yeah. And, and not only that, but they've bought five times more than they could have because the price should be five times higher. The other so thing while, is as well, Jeremy, you know, the, the real physical metal is hard to come by. I mean, we're back-ordered. I mean, we have product coming in every single day, but I'm ordering two months ahead. Really? And I, you know, just got a delivery today that I ordered December the 7th of one-ounce gold bars. Uh, you know, that's today's January the 26th. From December the 7th, that's when it was ordered. So just go to to find this stuff is, is that difficult? It yeah, can because be. the, the, the mints <clears throat> can only manufacture so much and they only can only allocate so much product to their distributors. So, you know, if there's a run on gold eagles, if there's a run on gold maples, the 2017s, or the silver maples, the 2007, there's only so much that they can manufacture that gets out to the marketplace. So there is a shortage. Again, 
I believe gold and silver, natural fancy colored diamonds, to me, it's an insurance policy. Everybody has home insurance, car insurance, life insurance. You don't want to collect on your life insurance, but you have it. Because if something happens, you want to look after your loved ones. The same thing, you need to protect your capital. If you have stocks, you have real estate, have 15, 20% gold, natural fancy colored diamond in your portfolio, it's not going to do you any damage. Well, you heard it right there from Paul Wiseman. If you want to get your hands on gold, silver, or even fancy colored diamonds, you might want to get your order in now because it doesn't come in just the day after. So call Guildhall today for your investor kit on all three of those and more. Or for a free subscription to the Precious Metals Advisor, Guildhall's premier market newsletter, and uh, iTunes search for The Real Money Show to hear more of these programs. one 877 silver is the number to call online. Guildhallwealth.com. Back in a moment on The Real Money Show with Paul Wiseman and Jeremy Wiseman here. Talk Radio AM 640. 1-877-8-SILVER. It's The Real Money Show here on Talk Radio AM 640. Paul Wiseman, President of Guildhall Wealth Management, is here. Jeremy Wiseman as well, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Online, guildhallwealth.com. And remember, seminars on February 11th, 10.30 a.m. to 11.30. It's how to open a registered account and hold bullion. And call Guildhall, Guildhall today, rather, for an investor kit on gold silver and fancy color diamonds and for every five thousand dollars us you spend we're talking on any registered account could be an rsp a tfsa a lira a riff an resp a lift you have quite a number of options there you get one free gram of gold some conditions apply but give them a call for more information let's turn now our attention to uh, guildhalldiamonds.com what are we looking at jeremy so you know in the last couple segments we've been talking about the us dollar we've been looking at the debt clock and we're saying, okay, how do we hedge against a devaluing or collapsing dollar? You know, on the one hand, low interest rates and, and this phenomenal amount of debt that can be created can go into a stock market. You know, low, low interest rates can mean that companies can borrow money, uh, a lot of borrowed money, and buy <laughs> back their own stock. So, yeah, the stock market can go up, very much so. Um, so... But we're looking at ways of protecting wealth. Not only are we looking at ways of protecting wealth, we're also looking at ways of growing wealth. And one of the ways you do that is you buy an asset that's very, very rare. You buy a very rare asset, and there is pretty much no chance of it to go down because it's just so rare. You think about Van Gogh paintings or uh, Andy Warhol paintings, or even if a little closer to home, we think about Group of Seven paintings. And then, you know, I'm I'm sticking with the majors here, but mm-hmm. you can go beyond that. You can, but as long as you're in the collectible range, as long as you're looking at something that's an incredibly rare, it goes up in value. It Those just, paintings it, are never going to drop into the hundreds of thousands of dollars range. Never. Cor- correct. And one of the reasons they never drop is because. If the market was soft, you'd simply not sell it. It's as simple as that. Just hold on. You'd say I'm going to hold on for another six months or or a couple more years. And these type of items that create this wealth, it makes it tough to sell it because once you sell it, you cease making money on it. So they tend to be items that become generational. They get added to the wealth. It's something that can be add that can be handed down generation to generation. But if it doesn't. If it's one of those items that just couldn't be passed down for whatever reason, the plans didn't turn out, and that was an that was a, an asset that you needed to sell. At least you can look at it and say, "I definitely didn't lose." You know, in our investment lives, we there's there's chances that we take, there's risks that are out there, and then there's those investments that we take because we don't want that risk, and that's where natural fancy colored diamonds come into play. Now with Guildhall, we in, we invest ourselves in colored diamonds that are impeccably rare. And what we're looking for to make them investment grade is the highest quality. And that's a, something that's so simple about colored diamonds. The more high quality a, a diamond is, the more rare it is. We're talking about, uh, what is that? I, I might get this wrong, the three Cs? No, we're talking- There's the four, four Cs. Four Cs, there we go. So in white diamonds, you know, yes, there's color. We want zero color in, in white diamonds. We want D if possible. Um, also carrot size, maybe in a white diamond, we're going to be over a carrot. That's what most women want for their yes. for their engagement. <laughs> um, there's the clarity that we're looking at. Um, so those are the major ones. Um, for, for color diamonds, though, with the color part of the C, this is where it gets a bit tricky. There's no quantifier 
for if this intense yellow, for instance, is closer to fancy or closer to vivid. There is no gauge. There's no that. hard scale. You have to be able to buy that in person or be able to buy from someone. You have to see it. You have to see it or you have to be able to buy from someone that you know you trust in that market. That's what our investors come to us for. Why? Because we've already pre-bought all of our diamonds. So you guys are personally hunting, Paul, for, for these things yourself. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, we need a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. When GIA grades a diamond, they have the grade. I mean, they don't grade 1 to 10, but if they do, I mean, they have a set of colors, and they say this is a fancy, this stone is an intense, this stone is a vivid. If it doesn't meet the fancy criteria, it's a light fancy. I mean, we don't even touch light fancies because they're not investment grade. So we sell fancy, intense, and vivid. We have to look at really strong colors. So when I buy, for example, an intense, I'm looking, if I was grading from 1 to 10, I'm looking for something between 8, 9, 10 in an intense, which could be borderline vivid. So I'm buying a stone that's already an incredible stone. We purchased last week and uh, a 1.35 Vivid Flawless. It's in yellow Vivid Diamonds. We probably see one every two, three years in Flawless. Really? It's that just, rare? Yeah. Probably in the one to three carat range, there's only maybe six a year come to market. Yeah, probably. And then, and then as well, you want to look at the cut. The cut of this, of this diamond is an oval, which is not very typical for colored diamonds in general. Most of the cuts are going to be radiant cuts or cushion cuts, which are more of those blockish shapes. Um, and in this case, it's an oval, which is something that we don't see all the time in natural fancy colored diamonds. So it, that also adds to the value. And then you then you look at the symmetry of the diamond, which means if you folded the diamond in half, you could do it that, would yeah. be perfect. <laughs> There is no extra facets. Now, a badly cut diamond, sometimes we see diamonds with five and six extra facets. Now, what that means is when there's an extra facet, you know, the the cut and, the polisher and the cut and polisher, when they were doing it, they couldn't quite get it right. And we call them fish eyes because though there's a facet, it's dull. So the light doesn't come back through. There's no scintillation. There's no fire. No color bounces off of those. It's actually like having a pane of glass and you've, painted it white you can't nothing comes through and now the, can you store these uh, as yeah, well you or can, wear you them can, or? whether you whether you buy a natural fancy color diamond and put it away in a safe deposit box in a secure location whether you put it into a piece of jewelry and you want to wear it um we can you know help you in, in with this investment but getting back to the color the color is the most important thing that it has to have strong even sat saturation the cut is extremely important because the cut gives you the fire and the scintillation off of that diamond that's the make of the diamond then you know the, we've got the clarity in yellow diamonds we try to do internally flawless which means there is no inclusions within that diamond even on the outside the polish they may not have got all the graining out, but inside the diamond is absolutely perfect. On the outside, there may be a little graining. That's why it's not flawless. And then there's carat weight. When we sell yellows, we try to do over a carat because for me, a carat is investment grade. Less than a carat, it's not. But when you get into pinks, pinks come much smaller. So we sell diamonds that are 0.25, a quarter of a carat up, especially the Argyles. And again, Argyle diamonds and diamonds, pink diamonds, are very hard to find with without inclusion. So they have very, very slight inclusions. So we sell v, what we call VS quality and VVS quality. So that's what we bring to market. We bring our clients the very, very best. I heard a story yesterday. Somebody told me that they bought an orangey pink brown diamond for four thousand dollars <laughs> from somebody it was a 0.35 and they paid four thousand dollars the stone was worth three hundred dollars really because if they buy it on the internet you don't see it if you just look at the gia you can't compare it to when you put two diamonds together in front of you you know you need to see to see the diamond to look at the diamond the diamond's always going to pick you out you're not going to pick the diamond out <laughs> that's, that's the way, way it works but that's that's uh, something that investors need to also note that a lot of diamonds like that that are being sold are being sold off price lists 
So they're not they're not invested in first and foremost. So when we're talking about investing in internally flawless yellows, because we want our yellow diamonds to be of a certain echelon in 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 yellows, because you know, if prices do come off on the yellow market as a whole, that segment of the market's not affected. Maybe the lower yellows are because lower yellows actually aren't rare. But internally flawless yellows are very much rare. In pink diamonds, obviously a VS diamond is going VS color uh, pink diamond is a lot more rare than an SI. Now, the only way it's not more rare is if that SI pink diamond happens to be two carats and a vivid, in which case the clarity doesn't really matter because you never see a two carat pink diamond. So it, you know, these are things the, people don't know, right? <laughs> which but, is. But in, but in terms of investment, we're looking for the absolute highest quality and we're investing in it first and foremost. And that's why we see Yellow Diamonds Vivid moving up, you know, over 18% a year. We see Pink Diamonds moving up more than that. And the key to it, of course, is the investment size. The more you're investing, the greater the value, the greater the rarity, the greater the return. Well, Jeremy, if people have any questions and they think, okay, there's all there's a scale of colors, all these different colors I can invest in. Uh, and they're, okay, which ones do I pick up? If they go to guildhalldiamonds.com, they can actually pick up the guide to invest in the natural fancy colored diamonds. And that, I guess, will help give them an idea just to start with what, what they should look at. That's a great place to start. Go to the website, great photography. Um, take a look at guildhalldiamonds.com and then contact us. We're more than happy to set up a personal appointment it's private and we can show you some colored diamonds and show you what we're talking about in terms of comparing a fancy to an intense to a vivid and and looking at the price differences as a result and we often will show uh, reports from the fancy color research foundation as well to get a sense of just how rare those diamonds are instead of uh, Paul buying something for four thousand dollars getting some muddy diamond and realizing it's it's barely worth well you know first you know, of all you know my uh, partners and I call them my partners would not even offer me a stone to to that effect. Yeah, um, we wouldn't touch it, so they wouldn't even call us. Um, when we go to look at a stone, we won this year an Argyle tender stone. It's a 0.55 uh, deep pink. Uh, you know, the stone is a two p. That's a color two p in an Argyle pink. The color is incredible. I was offered on Tuesday a nine p. It's light. It's awful. It you know you really the only way you could tell it's pink is under a jeweler's loop. Then you would see you know slight pink tinge. The diamond we have, it is almost red. I mean, it's raspberry pink. It's almost red. And being members of the Fancy Colored Research Foundation, this type of diamond over the last 10 years has gone up an average of 359% over 10 years. So this is the type of diamond you want to buy to put into your portfolio. If you're looking to retire, you're looking to put your kids through you know, university, you want to buy a diamond that's going to increase in value. You don't need to be told a story. And again, go to the website, guildhalldiamonds.com. You can see all of the colors there and the guide to investing in natural fancy colored diamonds is there as well. Sign up for that today and give them a call if you have any questions whatsoever. Paul Wiseman, president of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy Wiseman, vice president. We're back in a moment. one 877 the number. It's The Real Money Show on Talk Radio AM 640. One eight seven seven eight silvers the number to call online guildhallwealth.com it's the real money show here paul wiseman's with us president of guildhall wealth management jeremy wiseman vice president of guildhall wealth management and just a reminder the seminar how to open a registered account and hold bullion is happening february 11th 10:30 to 11:30 a.m. Uh, sign up online. It's at Guildhall Wealth Management in Markham. And uh, again, the number to call for that, one eight seven seven eight silver And uh, for f- every $5,000 U.S. you spend on a, a registered account with Guildhall, you will get one free gram of gold. Some conditions apply. And uh, Jeremy, the accounts can range from an RSP to a Lira to a RIF, RESP. There's quite a number of uh, different accounts there. There are a number of different accounts and what we've really strived to create with this vehicle is the ability for for investors to acquire physical gold at at a cost that would be on par with buying paper. And I think it's what we've accomplished because when you look at a few items like exchange rates, you know, you buy paper gold, you still have to contend with ex- with the exchange rate and most major banks charge a lot 
on exchange. Banks like doing that, don't and they? And you go on vacation and you put you put something through on your credit card, you find out exactly what they're charging and it's a lot. And with Quest Trade, it's actually significantly cheaper. So we save a lot of money just on the exchange alone. Now, why are we talking exchange? Because Gold and silver are valued in U.S. dollars, so we do have to purchase them in U.S. dollars, just like if you wanted to buy Apple, you have to buy that in U.S. dollars. So we do have to contend with the exchange rate, number one. And for us, we're being transparent about that. You can go and buy precious metals without, quote-unquote, an exchange, but they're simply just hiding that cost of doing business from you, and and in doing so, they're hiding what that cost is. So that's number one, and we save a lot there. Then we talk about the actual physical product itself, which, you know, we're not charging an arm and a leg for. We're charging what it would pretty much cost if you went on to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and you look at you look at the price there for physical precious metals. But we also have volume discounts. So as a client's account grows, or if they have family members that also have accounts, we all bundle that together as part of their account so that as they increase their portfolio or the portfolio grows on its own because the market price has risen, they're going to get access to better and better pricing as we go along. And then finally, we don't have management fees. Yes, there's a storage fee, There's a storage insurance fee because we're storing physical product that you can go to the vault and personally hold in your hand. You know, our motto, if you can't hold it. Paper you can put in a filing cabinet. You can't put gold and silver in a filing cabinet. You can't. You can try, but it's not going to work very well. It has to be on skids and it has to be, you know, in a secure location with cameras and bodyguards and people that, you know, have guns strapped to them. Uh, and insured with Lloyd's of London. I mean, you know, that's what we do. We give you the best security, the best product. Uh, in a safe environment. And and for that, you know, the cost is just over 1% a year, which is actually very much lower than a lot of management fees on on most most Canadians mutual funds yeah. or physical funds on on physical precious metals that aren't allocated to the client. And when we say allocated, we mean they receive serial numbers on an inventory report that has their name on it. That's their product. It can't be mixed or commingled with anybody else's. And so it is surprising because I want to talk about this article about pension funds. And it's surprising that, you know, we were approached by a pension fund that was interested in gold. And we were very surprised by that fact. Really? And why is that? Uh, for whatever reason, they decided they wanted to diversify into gold, and we'll talk about those reasons in sure. a moment. But the the crux of it is, the downside is, is the the quote that they were given just told me, completely assured the fact that they were not buying physical. And uh, I think it's very important that if you're going to invest in in gold, if you want to have gold and silver as part of your portfolio, you want to make sure there's zero counterparty risk. What that means is is if you hold a certificate, as an example, it's non-transferable. It's owned by the bank. You can't take that that certificate from TD and go over to CIBC and sell it. It doesn't work that way. So you're really investing with the first bank that you've purchased it with. Any paper investment that you buy is backed by whoever is the custodian of that paper, which means that's counterparty risk. If you own the U.S. dollar, for instance, your counterparty risk is the U.S. government, Um, that's counterparty risk. Whereas when you own gold or physical silver and you can have it in your hand, that's your gold, no one else's gold, that is zero counterparty risk. And that's very important for us. But in terms of pension funds, uh, there was an article written um, and put on commoditytrademantra.com by Rajesh, uh, Rajesh Shah. And it's just talking about pension funds and the need for gold and silver before the pension funds implode. And I want to just read one one section of the article where the, where it's titled, Nothing is Certain Except Death, Taxes, and Dollar Devaluation. In today's uncertain times, few things are as certain as the devaluation of the dollar. Having lost more than 95% of its value since the creation of the Federal Reserve in 1913, remember we were showing the debt clock from 1913. Still ticking away. America's unbacked fiat currency has a 100-year track record of declining value year after year. There is no reason to expect this trend to reverse, and the possibility of total collapse of the dollar at some point cannot be ruled out. This is important because the dollar's inverse relationship to the price of gold. 
He goes on to say that according to the asset allocation survey by the U.S. Council of Institutional Investors, only 1.8% of pension fund investments are in broad commodities categories, which include monetary metals. That means only a fraction of 1% in pension assets are held in physical gold and silver. Well, I wanted to talk about that because given the context of the lack of physical supply due to a suppressed price and people buying more than their fair share, the only way these pension funds are going to be able to get involved in precious metals is is if the price is significantly higher. Because as the price rises, more people are going to wake up and say, well, maybe I'll get involved now. Of course, they've missed a 30-40% increase in price, and now the price is moving at a very fast clip. We know that because... The silver market is extraordinarily small. We're talking maybe a billion ounces of silver at $17 an ounce. That's $17 billion market cap. It's not going to take a lot to move that market. So this is why we always say it's better to be a day early, a month early, or rather a month early than a day late. Um, But the pension funds are going to be late to this. And they have a fiduciary responsibility to protect their clients. And a real diversified portfolio should have some hard assets in it. So this article is fantastic. We've put it up on our LinkedIn group. Uh, you can go to uh, LinkedIn, Guildhall Wealth Group, and uh, you'll see that article there just to show how pension funds really should be getting involved much sooner rather than later. And why is that? Why Why you said 1%. Why is it only 1%? Why, why have they taken so long to get to this game, to get involved in this, Jeremy? They are traditionally... Is very slow to, to make changes. They invest in very risk-averse assets like treasuries, mm-hmm. bonds, things that are incredibly safe. But ultimately, and this is my opinion, they're just buying the narrative hook, line, and sinker that the U.S. dollar is infallible. And again, if they, if they could wake up a little bit and do a little bit of alternative research, because you know we know that CNBC isn't going to be talking positive about gold. Never have. Um, in fact, I mean, Globe and Mail has been calling gold in a bubble ever since it went to $350 <laughs> an ounce. So, you know, they're, they're slow to move. But if they really care about their investors, they should be looking more at physical gold and silver, like um, Texas, for instance. Um, the Texas Teacher Retirement Fund has invested over a billion dollars in physical gold. And in fact, they have uh, have created their own depository in Texas where they're going to be delivering that physical really? product very soon. So they people, sh- the pension fund should be taking a look at the Texas Teachers Retirement Plan and understanding how gold is a very good way to hedge against dollar risk, hedge against uh, collapse of the dollar, um, uh, the risk of... of stock market declines. And of course, they can contact us at Guildhall Wealth. We'd be more than happy to talk to them. Or if you're a teacher, you can always uh, you know, signal your, uh, yeah, the people well, one, in control the, of your pension. You know, I have two grandkids. One's eight, one's 10. You know, ever since uh, day one on their first birthday, I've given them an ounce of gold. Whether gold was trading at $500 um, or whether in 2011, you know, we, we hit a high of $1,920. Every year it's an ounce of gold. This year, if it's twelve or thirteen hundred, it's an average. If I would have just given them five hundred dollars on their birthday, you know, one would have five thousand, one would have four thousand. But between them, they've got eighteen ounces of gold that's worth in Canadian dollars around about fifteen hundred dollars is twenty seven thousand dollars. So there's been a nice increase. And I believe in my personal opinion, I think you're going to see eventually $5,000 gold and maybe even $10,000 gold. Nobody would have believed when uh, Nixon took off the gold standard, gold was $35. It went to $100. It went to $800 uh, in 1971. In 2011, we went as high as 1920. We're trading right now just under $1,200 U.S. Uh, I think there is more upside than downside with countries central banks printing 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 you know sooner or later the crap's got to hit the fan somebody has to pay the piper and watch the run when you start seeing headlines fifteen hundred dollar gold eighteen hundred dollar gold two thousand dollar gold we will sell more gold and silver at higher price than we do at the lower price people it's a herd mentality they jump on when everything's going up gotta get on board of that buy on the dips and, you know, we've got now, which we call a buyer's club, we have customers every month 
putting away, you know, whether it's a couple of hundred dollars, you know, whether they buy 10 ounces of silver or whether they put a thousand or 1500 a month in and they buy an ounce of gold, they buy every month. It doesn't matter about the price because eventually that's how, even if you were buying mutual funds, that's how you should be buying every month, not at one time and hoping it's going to go up. You cost average all the way through. So if you want to buy a little bit of silver, you know, we can hold it for you, you know, till it builds up a little bit, put it even in the depository for you. But, you know, get put your toe in the water, you know, make that first step. Give us a call, whether you want to buy some, you know, through our e-store, whether you want to put it in the depository or even get started in an RSP, a TFSA. I love the TFSA because it's tax free saving. Well, and, and people just want to have a chat with you to figure out, you know, what, what is the right approach? It could be the fancy colored diamonds, could be silver, could be gold. Uh, the, you know, the number one eight seven seven eight silver Pick up the phone and just give you guys a call, Paul. That's Absolutely. as simple as it is. If you're on the fence. There's no harm off. in doing that. The only one thing you're going to get on a fence <laughs> is splinters in the backside. Yeah, just jump off on the right side. How yeah. that? It's a great To me, there's more upside than downside. I think this is a great opportunity. On the 2nd of February, we have Dove Mizell from Quest Trade. He's going to be a guest on our show. Um, uh, we actually started with the RSPs and all the registered accounts with him. Very knowledgeable. And again, he will talk about other things, how to invest you know, in, in equities, if you want, or ETFs or anything else, um, you know, we have some questions for him from from some of our clients, and uh, we look forward to having. Excellent. Well, that'll be uh, this time next week and beyond that, February eleventh, ten thirty a.m. to eleven thirty a.m. Get involved in this now. Seats are limited. They will go if you do not do this now today. It's a seminar, How to Open a Registered Account and Hold Bullion. It's at Guildhall Wealth Management in Markham. So sign up for that online, guildhallwealth.com. And another reminder, our RSP deadline, it's coming March 1st. Your accounts, though, must be open and funded by the 22nd, 23rd of February in order to have enough time to meet that deadline. And another note, $5,000, every $5,000 U.S you spend on any registered account. I'm talking about an RSP, a TFSA, a Lira, a RIF, an RESP, a LIF, a Spousal RSP rather. At Guildhall, you will get one free gram of gold. Some conditions apply, but again, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com for more information. Paul Wiseman, President, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President, both at Guildhall Wealth Management. Uh, gentlemen, we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. It's, Thank you very much. Hey, it's The Real Money Show. It's Talk Radio AM 640. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.